0: You know what this is. It's your favorite podcast, Almost Bread in Silence, with another episode with Brendan and Doug. And that's it, because we don't need no one else.
1: Oh this yeah. A, this is our show. It's the the core, man. How you doing? The
0: core, the tight core. ah, oh. <laughs> the uh,
1: dynamic duo. Alright. <laughs> D&B early morning show. D and B. Or B and D. What's this? Doug and Bren.
0: Oh. God. No There's wonder joke we have you a, made. No wonder we have a third co host all the time. This is terrible. Uh, yeah, almost friend of silence. Uh, I'm doing all right. I got back from Rhode Island, which is. Yeah. How about Whoa.
1: that? Is it actually an island? I'm not really good with geography.
0: No, but it's the smallest state in the US.
1: No, I was kidding. But no, <laughs> interesting. How was it though?
0: Uh, we stayed in a house that was like 300 years old. And like, you can definitely tell they had slaves. There was very clearly like a servant's quarter. Jesus Christ. All the younger cousins had to stay in because we we were, you know, we could fit in them. And I think we had like 20 some people, like my whole, my dad's side of the family, except for two of us. And we had one spare room. So there's plenty of rooms, but there was also no air conditioning. And every time I tell people, they're like, well, Rhode Island, that's pretty high up there. You know, it was probably like cool, like low 80s or like high 70s. It's like, nah, it was like 95 for like six out of the seven days we were up there. Jeez, it was balls hot and super uncomfortable just sweating myself to sleep every night
1: well did you get a chance to catch any uh strange pokemon up there because i do need to do some traveling for that game
0: that's the benefit because around me and it's even more so now that i'm back from somewhere else there's absolutely nothing there's nothing so up in rhode Island. I would occasionally get stuff at the house we were in. We were also nearby a really stony beach, but there was, like, some stuff around. If we walked around a bit, we could find other Pokemon. Uh No stops or gyms. But one of the downsides of where we were, like, everywhere was, like, an hour away at least. So we had to travel even on vacation. It sucked. Um, but we went to, like, Newport and Providence, a few different places. And the Providence Zoo was filled with squirtles like seven to eight were nearby at me at all times
1: holy crap
0: uh the town of newport rhode island is just disgusting with all water types and drowsies there's drowsies everywhere in rhode island like so many (laughs) fucking drowsies i guess because the state's so boring no It, it was beautiful but i the house we were in wasn't great um but i totally believe now that like theory that water pokemon are around water But I think it has to be big bodies of water, or the bigger body of water, the more water types are around. Cause Newport is obviously a port town, and it's, it was just, I think I saw every single type of water Pokemon when I was there. I didn't catch them all, but I, most of them, but I saw, I think, every single type. Oh wow. First generation. Yeah, it was crazy.
1: All right, wait, how does that work, actually? I'm not sure if you're going to know the answer to this, but uh me and my girlfriend were talking. Do you get experience just for encountering a Pokemon, or, like, do you have to catch it and register it in the Pokédex for the first time to get that experience? Because, like, for instance, she saw a Scyther just out and about one day, and then it ran away. So, like, when she's, like, looking at the nearby Pokemon, it'll show up as, like, that it's a Scyther, but she never caught that. So I'm thinking, how does the pokedex like did it get registered to the pokedex even though she didn't catch it
0: if you see it if it's nearby it'll pop up as just a silhouette if you see it and it runs away it'll pop up as a silhouette in your pokedex but that's it you won't get any experience for seeing it and not catching it okay for catching a pokemon i believe for the first time is 500 experience and every time after that is 100 for evolving a pokemon for the first time into a new pokemon i believe is a thousand and every time after that is 500 experience So you definitely get, like, double or more for the first time of catching something or evolving something. But then every time subsequent after that, nothing. But if you see it and it runs away, you get nothing. You just waste Pokeballs.
1: And as far as leveling up goes, I guess if you, like, live in a shitty area like me and my girlfriend... Uh, and you just catch ratatats and fucking pidgeys all day or ratata. Ratata. Tata. Tata. But basically, if you just have like a shitload of them, like she does, like she literally had a screen full of radicates because I like, saw that.
0: I it was, it's it's just disturbing. It's, so <laughs> it's
1: terrible. It's not even a joke because, like, that's all you catch around these areas. But regardless, the point is, I was always thinking to myself, oh, I'll just transfer them. But she decided instead of transferring them, I'll just evolve them all and get the experience points. So I'm like, oh, smart move.
0: That's what I would do if I knew I had, like, an Oddish, a Rattata, a Weedle, like, all, well, even Oddish aren't that common, but, like, a Pidgey, all the super common crap, and I knew they were close to evolving, or an Eevee, I would just hoard them for a bit until I had enough candies to evolve them, and then when I found a Lucky Egg, because there's eggs that you can hatch, and then there's Lucky Eggs, which are items, and the Lucky Egg doubles your experience, so it doubles it for 30 minutes. So if I had like uh, incense or lore or something nearby, and I had a bunch of Pokemon to evolve, I'd wait till I get a double uh, lucky egg, double all the experience, and kind of just try and power level through the next level, because yeah. you can evolve them and get a thousand for each one you evolve, and then you know two thousand for a new one you evolve.
1: Nice. Okay, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So I think I'm level like fifteen or so now. At twelve, at six you get uh, berries. At twelve you get great balls, and I think at twenty you get ultra balls.
1: Okay, shit. I'm at like ten, so and I mean I'm playing very limited.
0: <laughs> That's the thing. Like now that I'm back, it's like I was really into it up in Rhode Island when I could like run around and I we it'd be me and my cousins up at like midnight to like two in the morning just running around with a like, good buzz on the uh, the town we were in just because we had nothing else to do and there was actually stuff around as opposed to where we all live. So I found like even a website called Vision where it's supposed to. You're supposed to type in a city and I'm supposed to show you a scan of all the Pokemon that are around you, like you know, in the last thirty seconds or so. But I found out it's really limited to like only big cities, so like Philly and like London and New York, like super populated areas. Oh wow! Because like I think Philly was the closest one to me that actually worked. So it's like, uh, ah, this doesn't help, you know, the sh- you know schmucks like us out in the boonies. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it's i'm still enjoying it but now that i'm back here like i've maybe looked at it once and now i'm just trying to hatch the eggs that i have by running around because there's nothing around me to catch so i still definitely enjoy it but it's very limited to your location like it 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 limits you very much
1: yeah i agree with that a thousand percent i just think it's funny how we're definitely still in the thrall of the pokemon go craze uh so to speak um But then again, there's a lot of people who are already falling off, like, and I don't blame them necessarily because I think I'm going to be amongst them relatively soon. Uh, unfortunately, unless this update, I saw like a screenshot somebody posted. Uh, I don't know if it was the official account or whatever, but it was a picture of two characters or avatars on the gps and the ones like encountering the encountering the other and there's like a little bubble that comes up and it's like do you want to battle or something so they're trying to incorporate uh pvp and shit and i'm really excited for that
0: yeah i know some people have already drifted off and same i with some of the gyms around here like in rhode island i captured a few gyms but with so many people playing it now you're never in there for more like You're supposed to get bonus crap like Pokecoins and candy and, uh, XP if you're there for the next day. Like, people say until dawn, but I'm not sure if it's until, you know, sunrise that day or until 24 hours. But either way, you're never in a gym for, your Pokemon are never in a gym for more than, like, I'd say an hour unless you're just crazy strong. Like, I've already seen in the wild, like naturally around me. Um, I think it was like an 1800 Dragonite. Like in some gym. It's
1: Holy just like, oh. God damn! It's like,
0: well, then you're set, buddy. Like, and all the other guys uh, were lower than him, but still pretty close to it. So it's like, that's a full gym, all over fifteen hundred easy. Like, that place is probably safe for a while. But even then, you might get like a get group of your friends who are all on the same team as you, and then specifically target one gym and just burn it through all the Pokemon there, and then take it back over. So like, I really doubt people are able to put stuff in gyms and have them last a full day to get the experience. So, at this point, like, it's people trying to climb a ladder, but we're all pulling each other down, so no one's gotten higher <laughs> than five feet, because, yeah, like, dude. no one can survive that long.
1: Yeah, unless you're on the same team. So, I hope our listeners are Team Mystic, or else you suck.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the funny thing, is Rhode Island, so many Team Instinct, like, every other gym, or most gyms were Team Instinct. I was like, that's just odd, like, how many there are, like, I mean, around me, there's not too many, but it's... I don't know if it's just kind of this like Rhode Island mentality of like, yeah, pick the smaller team. No one's really, you know, making a fuss about and we'll just sneak in and take over all the gyms around us.
1: Oh, uh, man. I actually polled our listeners and they voted all Team Mystic. No, I'm kidding. No, I, <laughs> I, I wish. No. In, in fact, it was, I think, Team Valor, then Instinct, then Mystic. And I also threw in Team Edward as like a stupid joke.
0: <laughs> well, rumor has it there's going to be a Team Harmony, which is going to be a fourth. I don't know. The rumor is there's going to be a fourth team. I don't know oh, if that's the please, actual name. no. But it's supposed to be like Lugia, like in the what was it, Pokemon two thousand or whatever, where yeah. all the legendary birds were fighting, and then Lugia like calms them all down. So apparently, this one's supposed to be like a peaceful team, considering how you know aggro all the team stuff has gotten lately. And I think that's a big deterrent for a lot of people to this, like who are like, I'm tired of this game, I'm moving on, forget it. Is all the crappy team stuff of like Go Team Valor, like you know Red or Dead or all this crap. To me, it's all a joke, and then it, like like a lot of stuff i had a friend who was ironically a big penn state fan when he went to school there he's like i love the sports it's great the football team's amazing and then when he graduated he's buying season tickets every year now because it's no longer ironic and now he's a genuine penn state fan (laughs) so i think a lot of this is happening with the teams where people are ironically like oh yeah i love team valor everyone else sucks and then someone makes fun of team Valor, and you're like whoa like now it's serious and now i'm like you know diehard team valor guy so it's just like It started off as jokes, and I think people are getting more and more serious with it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, you're right. Even even recently, they released the images. Up till now, it was all silhouettes, but they released the actual full body images of the team leaders, and I forget their names. It's like Blanche Sparks and like Cabella, I think. And people are making wild accusations about like their, you know, their genders what they identify as, their sexualities, their races, this, that, blah, blah. First off, stop. It's a
1: cartoon, I mean...
0: (laughs) Yeah, stop projecting what you want on these random characters that they literally have told you nothing about besides their names.
1: Exactly, let that... That's
0: absurd. ...be
1: discovered, yeah, what the fuck. And also, none of that's going to be covered, because that's not what the game's about.
0: Yeah, no one cares, like, the developers don't care enough about to build these characters' stories, because they're not important. Yeah. Um, Second off, like, it's good for fan arts and for more jokes, but like I said, people are taking it more and more serious to where now people are getting arguments about, like, oh team valor's like leader is clearly a lesbian or something it's like no she's not in this and that it's like no stop stop yeah it's, it's just not important i agree and people are getting pissy like some people love the team instinct leader sparks who just a lot of people are saying he's just an idiot and then some people are saying he's just carefree and wants to like play with pokemon like he doesn't care enough and it's really weird seeing this like divide of like people who immediately want to shit on him and people who are like ah, hey, he's just he's just having fun and some people are trying to switch teams now because of their leaders. And it's just so dumb because the whole team meant the whole purpose for a practical standpoint of this game for teams is a, simply a reason to have gyms to battle other people. That's the sole purpose of it. Yep. It's just so you can fight the gym and take it over. And if as opposed for a free for all where it would just be going down every five seconds and no one would be able to hold it with teams, you're able to hold it for a little longer, but it's still going down at least within the hour. That's the whole purpose of teams. There's not supposed to be this weird, massive rivalry that the Internet's developed, but that's the, you know, tragedy and blessing of the Internet is how quickly stuff can, you know, evolve and deteriorate at the same time.
1: Well, think about this. Uh, fucking some dude already, how long has this been out in America? He's gotten 142 of the available Pokemon without cheating, that is. And he released some article on like his like tips on how to get some of the hard, more hard to get ones. So maybe we can link to that in the show notes. And then I think you posted today actually that. Yeah, from Nerdist, that how there's a way to cheat at Pokemon Go now, <laughs> and uh, you shouldn't do it though because you'll probably get banned. What's going on?
0: Yeah, B- Bass even pointed this out since he's around the Silicon Valley area. Apparently, Silicon Valley, got, uh, not surprising, they're all computer guys. They found out how to cheat the game immediately, but that way was a lot easier, just by changing your you know GPS settings. Apparently, this is a little more involved, and you have to get into like kind of the coding of your, uh, smartphones and stuff. And apparently you can actually mess it up pretty easily, which will brick your phone. So it's, you know, don't do it unless you're absolutely sure you want to take that risk. And if you want to take that risk solely for Pokemon go, maybe get your priority sorted out, (laughs) but it's essentially the same thing where you're changing your GPS setting for your phone saying like, instead of being outside of Philly, I'm at the Santa Monica pier, which has a huge Pokemon area. And the problem is it changes all of your settings for your whole phone. So, like, Facebook apps, Twitter, and all that would be saying you're in this new location. And they've talked about how the developers might patch this, and they might figure out a way to stop you from doing it. And if they find out who does it, they might be, you know, cutting you off or might be banning you indefinitely. So it's cl- it's definitely cheating. So be aware that if you get caught, you're going to have to pay the consequences. But it was also, I liked in the article, they were like, oh, you know... Anyone who uses this method that we're about to show you might get in a lot of trouble. It's like, well, then why write the article about it on a massive website? <laughs> it's like, here's how you smuggle cocaine into the U S, but don't do it if you get caught. It's like, what? <laughs> but you just, what? That's the whole point of this. <laughs> what um, an analogy. It's just so dumb. Um, but yeah, so people are trying to cheat people, you know, it's no surprise. It's going to happen, but now people are getting really technical with it. As opposed to just strapping it to their dog and, you know, letting their dog run around to hatch an egg for them.
1: Yeah. See, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to try to not get too involved with Pokemon Go. I like playing it casually, and that's about it. I think a lot of people are going to fall off the map relatively soon. Well, That's uh, yet to be seen.
0: Yeah, I think they were planning on a big update in September, but I think that could push back to the end of the year. Okay. And at, at the San Diego Comic-Con panel, they had a Pokemon Go panel where they talked about a bunch of stuff. And they, they've they admitted that the legendaries are in the game, but you can't just find them. So oh. it's pretty much giving, you know, proof to the fact that people are speculating it's going to be some big events. That, you know, uh, uh, Articuna is going to appear as some massive event that's going to draw everyone to it. Because I've seen pictures of people, like, wading through, like, waist deep water at the ocean to catch a bla- uh, blastoise that's off the coast a bit. <laughs> so Like, that's just a blastoise. Imagine what's going to happen with a legendary. So... I think they have, they're they very aware now of how big this has become, and they have to be very careful with some of the updates and stuff.
1: You have to, like, catch a Mew in zero gravity or some shit.
0: I mean, some people are breaking into the Fukushima uh, nuclear site in Japan oh trying to catch God. Pokemon. Some people are, you know, catching them at the Holocaust Museum and at Arlington uh, Cemetery in Virginia. So, like, those are public sites, but the Fukushima one is, you know, definitely off balance to the public, but people are sneaking in to do it. So some people are going up to the, like, the fences of Area 51 thinking a um, Mewtwo will be there. It's like, well, why would he be in the most obvious place? <laughs> but so just, I mean, like everything else, don't go nuts. Like, make sure you're aware of what you're doing. And, you know, my dad almost got hit on vacation by a car trying to catch a seal in the middle of the street. So just be aware of it. And it's just people that get obsessed with stuff. They're crazy. Yeah. And it's funny to watch. And people who say, like, this game's dangerous. People are falling off cliffs to do it. It's like, good. Darwinism. We have three, <laughs> we have three billion more people on this planet than we need, than this planet can sustain. Like, yeah. we can, we can afford to lose some dumb ones.
1: Pokemon Go is here to sift us out. But It'll no,
0: weed us out. It's we, the new <laughs> Hunger Games.
1: There we go. But all right, I guess we've talked enough about that. But in fact, let's talk about the games we've been playing. I have something that I've been playing, and it's been blowing my goddamn socks off, so I need to speak on it real quick. Uh, It was for PS4. Apparently it was on Vita before that, and I had never heard of it, obviously, because I didn't own a Vita and didn't give two (laughs) shits about what games are for Vita. But it's a game called Gravity Rush, and it's uh, Gravity Rush Remastered for PS4. And Mm -hmm. it is fucking like everything i ever wanted in a like just a new fresh like title like a new game for me to play and i'm like thrilled and loving it so it's got like this anime like aesthetic uh with like it's like it's cel-shaded it really looks like uh dark cloud kind of graphics and those characters Ooh. and shit but then again really updated and just beautiful to look at um in general the characters about this uh this girl who has this this black cat that gives her the ability to control gravity and it's like actually amazing how well the game portrays it in like a mechanical like gameplay aspect of things because all you really do is just hit r1 or circle to like get in position to like choose which way you want gravity to go. And then you just hit it again and you're going to start falling in that direction. And you can use that mechanic to just get across maps in like no time and like do all sorts of like gathering certain items and, uh, completing different missions. And the characters that I've met along the way are really interesting. Like, for instance, I met this, this old man and his son. Uh, I guess he's not an old man, just an older man and his son. And I saved their lives, but then Their house like fell apart like and fell off a cliff right before my eyes. And like the thing is like, I can't like grab a house and hold it and like stop that for you. So they're all like, you let our house get destroyed. Then they're all butthurt. I'm like, dude, I saved your fucking life. So they're all
0: butthurt. My entire life was ruined by some random chick,
1: but I, but I saved their life too. So (laughs) I don't know. In general, that was confusing. And then this other character, uh, I just, I'm very early in the game and I've been streaming it a lot on Twitch, twitch.cv ABT silence. But it was um this moment where you have to like and actually you're working for them. They're like you're trying to give them money because you feel bad that you destroyed their house. So you get this job as a maid at the local, like like, I don't know, billionaire like lady's house, and she's like super like noble and it's kind of like a what do I want to say, like a Victorian sort of setting. Uh, like steampunky, like really interesting, awesome vibe. But, uh, you end up like having to like get quizzed and then get hired for her as the maid and do all sorts of running around and, uh, that's basically where i actually left off but it's kind of cool and then like i earned the maid outfit of course so that's kind of cool so i guess apparently as you play the game your uh character can earn different outfits and shit but in general i love the characters i love the gameplay especially the manipulating gravity aspect of it all and i'm excited to see where it goes story wise cuz so far i'm hooked and loving it
0: yeah the gravity you know alteration is really tricky to do in games so it's always nice to see one when- one game does it right, especially when it's the main driving game principle for the whole game. Um, I heard good things about it, but not much afterwards, so it seemed to have a quick die-down after its release, so but well, it's good to see people are still finding it.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm honestly just super grateful it's available for PS4, and they remastered it for PS4, because I feel like it's too good of a title not to do that, uh, to just be like only on Vita, and so many of us probably have, would have never known about it.
0: <laughs> Japan would, they love the Vita they love the mobile games
1: true yeah they probably are all like doug this is old as fuck news
0: (laughs) (laughs) well it's because they have so much good public transportation in japan versus like around here it's like i can't play the vita while i'm driving
1: speaking of old news i'm good at this uh
0: (laughs) (laughs) speaking uh, of outdated and no longer relevant
1: and potentially might have been talked about on our podcast before let me ask you (laughs) this um did you talk about this movie called video game the movie
0: uh, or video games
1: the movie have you ever spoke on that?
0: Is it the indie game one with no uh, fez uh, okay. Then so I don't think so.
1: All right. So that's what I mean. I was browsing Netflix the other night and there's this movie called video games, the movie, and it's just a documentary. And I think the guy responsible for it is uh, Zach Braff, the guy in scrubs and shit, because he actually makes an appearance. Uh, and I was like, what the hell is he doing in it? And at the end I saw in the credits, it was like director or something. I was like, holy shit. So, mm-hmm. but regardless, it is actually a really fucking fantastic film. I have a couple complaints. But uh <laughs> uh overall uh the na- narrator Sean Aston uh fucking Ooh. Uh, he
0: does a ton of voiceover stuff
1: sam wise from lord of the rings uh yeah. rudy like fucking i
0: think he's uh Raphael and the new ninja turtles yes yeah, he so does a ton of voiceover
1: he's stuff. he's got a great voice in general and just a great amazing like imdb so mm-hmm. so check that dude out if you're unfamiliar which i'd be uh, surprised but so he's on there it was actually just stocked with everyone like uh chris hardwick from nerdis was on on there at one point uh God, why can't I think all sorts of the founders of Atari and different game companies, like lots of game devs from like people who worked on Gears of War and all sorts of different shit. It was a really awesome representation of video games as they evolved over. Cliff
0: Blazinski?
1: Yes, he was there. Yep.
0: Yeah, he's also the one behind, uh, I think his studio is doing uh, Lawbreakers, which I did the alpha of. Which...
1: Oh, that's right.
0: Eh it was certainly an alpha.
1: <laughs> yeah, need some polish.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: but in overall, it was an awesome film. But okay, so let me get to my complaints. There was two montages with like some real bad music, like the worst <laughs> choices of music possible, to the point where I was like, if they could have just like chose any other song, that would have been great. But was it was like the. Assassin's
0: Creed movie, like mm. music where it was like Kanye West.
1: It was worse because it was oh, like, wow. let me describe this. It was a moment where, like, they're all like getting hyped to be like, and then in this moment of video game history, something huge. And then it was like a montage of people at an esports arena. So it was just tons of people in a, a fucking arena, like, uh, like having like a big ass, like, concert necessarily, uh, and just like having a good time. And the yeah. music was like, just like, uppity pop like dance party shit that like literally just didn't meet the vibe at all and i honestly think it was just like oh i guess this is all they had the rights for or something or maybe they really (laughs) thought it it uh, like matched the vibe but it really killed it for me but other than that solid fucking film so i would watch it again i'd probably just fast forward through the montages because they were like killing me that music (laughs) was awful
0: I'd be curious to see that, because I know I hate it when they do, like, focus on esports and stuff, and the guys are definitely good at it. They definitely put in the hours and train for those games they do, especially at Evo and stuff. But, like, I hate it when they, because all the people producing the videos know is how to portray athletes and actual, like, sports stars, not esports stars. So when they do it, they're like, look at these badasses. And it's got the edgy (laughs) music, and they got the lights behind it with, like, the mist machine going in. It's like... Nah, I can see Cheeto dust in that guy's beard. Still, he's got a, like a paunch belly. Like, no, they're not cool. They're nerds. <laughs> so maybe he was trying to go for like, we're not going to try and make the, like this seem cool because we know it's just them playing video games. Like, but not being dis- disrespectful. I feel I like know. they
1: are probably just like, who could hate this song? And I'm like, me, oh my <laughs> god. So yeah, maybe. Maybe I just have, it's a really oddly specific complaint. So most people watching the movie probably didn't even bat an eyelash at that, and I'm just like, totally devastated.
0: <laughs> no, nah, I understand. Like, one bad song can really just suck you out, take the emergent out of it.
1: Yeah, it did. But other than that, that's really been all I've been playing, really. So how about you, though?
0: Up in Rhode Island, I get my one cousin's like eight years older than me. He's got a kid now. Ugh. But he was showing us, uh, me and my other cousins this DBZ Dokken battle for, uh, mobile phones mm. or mobile games. Uh, there's like so much crap going on in it. There's so many like little factors, different types. And you gotta hit this and that. It's pretty much just like a pseudo match three, like where you have to attack another, uh, your enemies, but you have, I think it's a four by five grid or a five by five grid of different colored balls. And you have to match up your type and those same balls. Like, and you know, you match up five balls. It's stronger than you if you match up three balls of the same color. And then you attack them. And it's, it's neat. It's definitely just like a, Hey, I remember this character. Oh, that guy. I've never seen that guy before. Oh, this is neat. And something to just kill time with. If you really want to get in depth with it, if you really want to get obsessed with it, like so many people seem to want to do, uh, you can and get all the stats and figure out the best items and combos and this and that and find out the meta. But for me, it's just like, uh, let me look at some DBZ characters for a bit and just, you know, reminisce for a second. And then I see, like, one of the first guys I got was Super Saiyan 3 Vegeta. Like, huh. as a ki- you get different characters and you build, like, a little team. So I got him immediately and I was just like, man, Dragon Ball Z was dumb as shit. <laughs> <laughs> the designs are awful and so many of the stuff is just so dumb. And I know we've talked about it before, especially with, like, Frieza's henchmen named, like, April and, like, yeah. Kak- Kakarot's a carrot. Like, so I'm... Oh, wherever, but just like seeing it now and like the Super Saiyans, Super Saiyan 3 and Super Saiyan 4 and like Super Saiyan God. No, well, no, hold on. Cause there's so many like directed DVD movies I didn't see. And I know there's one where Goku becomes Super Saiyan God, but then he, so he's just like regular Goku, but he looks red. Like his hair is normal, but it's just all red. And then he becomes Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan God, where he's Super Saiyan God, but then he, beco- he goes Super Saiyan in that God mode. To now where his hair's blue and spiky, like up and pointed up. And it's just like, my god, this is dumb. Yeah, wait. It's so dumb. At that
1: point (laughs) they should have just like just skipped the extra Super Saiyan. It's called Super Saiyan God 2.
0: Yeah, like it I it's definitely like a kid's show because it's it's just so dumb. But it's still like
1: it. It's stupid how what the message of that is, like, you can never like, we can always continuously raise the bar, and it's like, no, well, it should it should not ever do that.
0: <laughs> well, that's the whole complaint I have with, like, all of Shonen, and it's why I hate Bleach and Naruto so much, because I was talking to my cousin, who watched some of those latest movies, where he's like, oh, you fight the strongest guy on the planet, now here's the strongest guy in the galaxy. Strongest guy in the galaxy, here's now the universe. Now in the universe, here's all of existence, to the point where Goku actually fights, like, the god of destruction, who's, like, this weird, like, chihuahua-looking thing, like a hairless rabbit. See- And, like, yeah. and then at later, he goes, oh, wait we got people invading from different dimensions that are stronger than <laughs> all of us. So it's just, it's literally the same complaint I have with everything. And, but you know, DVZ gets, I wouldn't say it gets the past cause I don't watch it anymore and I don't care anymore, but you know, it's DVZ is good in the nineties and that's where it should stay. Cause even the newest, I think Dragon Ball Z super, which is like the new series of it. I've heard the animation quality is shit and people are like, it kind of took the nostalgic goggles off of everyone and realized like, the story is not great either. Like maybe nothing's good about it. Exactly.
1: This. Like, That's what I was going to say. I was going to be like, instead of focusing on making the next bad guy stronger, focus on what makes the next bad guy, the same power level as the last one, but there's a unique story going on and that yeah. they have to do something about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just one thing I'm, there's so many characters. There's literally every character I've ever seen in this game because you get so many, you can just throw away and you have to sacrifice some to get others stronger And it's fun. It's just something to play real quick. And then, you know, you burn through your limited energy for that day and then you just put it down till the next day. But there's so many characters and it makes me so happy to see not a single Dragon uh, Dragon Ball GT character in it. None. There's not a single one. And I love it. Just reflecting. That series was a mistake.
1: I, I do think that the whole Cell season and Saga and all whatever was pretty fucking cool. That was like different from everything else.
0: Yeah, it was definitely good and then it gets wackier after that because it, like I said, just keep DVZ, like in the past if you don't yeah, want I'm it to be for, Yeah, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I'm like encouraging you like go check out the Cell saga, it's worth it. <laughs> I,
0: but but that's where I'd say is a good stopping point. Like if you want to watch the whole Majin era, go ahead, that's still all right, but after that is undeniably where it gets really ridiculous. No,
1: dude, say man. I'm telling you. I'm god kidding. Damn,
0: do not make me remember Saiyan. Man. What happened to Gohan? He single handedly defeats Cell, the strongest creature in existence at that point, and then he just becomes the biggest turd. He's so lame after that. No, he
1: really becomes like I don't even understand that transformation at all. That makes zero sense.
0: Oh god. So yeah, just it's fun to like reminisce about, but like you have to admit to yourself like Super Saiyan three where they just get the monochromagnet, like, brow, have no eyebrows, and then their hair is just a mile high. Like, this is dumb.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. So Damn it. It's
0: a, it's a fun game to, like, knock around, but it, I can't imagine anyone still <laughs> defending Dragon Ball Z and, like, the writing and stuff now. The
1: younger me is flipping you off, but no, I'm agreeing <laughs> with you.
0: <laughs> oh, I understand. Uh, and then I was playing, uh, Necropolis more, which I still enjoy the game. I've, I've read the reviews. They're not super kind. <laughs> Um, I understand some of the complaints, but they've admit they've announced that they're actually doing an update to Necropolis already. Oh, nice! And they're gonna try and fix some of the stuff the reviewers were complaining about. To what extent, I'm not sure. I can definitely imagine that the text and the, like all the dialogue is going to be cleared up a lot more and be less jokey. Because like some of the codexes, I said before, you have to spend you know hard earned tokens on that are hard to come by, and you don't really know what you're buying. Because it's all joke text. Yeah. So I think they're definitely going to clear that up because that's my biggest complaint with it. I remember. Um, But besides that, I, I enjoy the game as it is now. I think I was telling you about it. The first... I beat the game already, Uh, disclosure. So I think the first like three to four levels are pretty similar. They're not as random. They're all random in the way they're laid out. But even then, you'll start finding structures that lead into other structures and you get like, You'll find two doors and you're like, Oh, this door will lead into that room, which leads into that room because that's how it always happens. But it's going to be, the dungeons are going to be laid out a little differently. So there's like sections that repeat. Okay. And not whole dungeons, but I think the like three to four all or one to four or so are pretty similar where you'll encounter a lot of the same enemies, maybe a little stronger ones, but they're pretty all similar. And then I think after level four, it changes with each level a pretty fair amount. So I think a lot of the reviewers were complaining because it gives a bad first impression because of how similar everything is early on. But later, it changes up a lot and gets real tough. But I soloed it. I beat the whole thing by myself, which some people were saying the game's too hard and not fun by yourself because it's so brutal. But I beat it on my like fourth run by myself. So it's not that hard because I'm not that good. (laughs) So I think people were just... I, th- I think it gives a, it gave a bad first impression to a lot of the reviewers and they just kind of dropped it right away. And I think if you stick with it and if you beat through the whole thing, it's definitely f- better with friends. Uh, Powdered Milk Man and me will hop on every now and then. But it's, it's cool. I, I really enjoy the game and I think it's a good game. And I just, I feel bad for it and I hope, I hope more people get it. Cause it, for 30 bucks, it's great. Nice. I, I know some, as some people are complaining about that price point, like in the reviews. It's like, <sighs> It's like at what point will you be happy because people complain that everything can't be free or else no one will make any money on it and he can't make good games for free. But then when a game is like thirty bucks, I could I could see where you'd be pissed if this was sixty dollars. Of course. I'd understand that. But for thirty bucks, this is a good game.
1: Exactly. That's what I mean. And there's a fucking whole team behind it, guys. Like they deserve the money and people complaining are ridiculous. That's what I mean. It's also like patience is a virtue before writing a goddamn review. (laughs) Like people are just like, I played ten minutes, hate it. (laughs) Like I better get to my keyboard. It's unbelievable.
0: Steam started this refund policy and people are just abusing the hell out of it. Like, granted, like, if, <laughs> if I gave you bad rats and you're like, fuck Brendan and you want to refund it, then fine. I don't think you can refund gifts. I think you just have, to, I think the person who bought it has to refund it. Um, but if you get like tricked into buying a bad game, you can refund it and fine. But some people are like, I've seen reviews, people saying like, I bought this game. I enjoyed it. I think it was well made, but I beat it too soon and I don't think it was worth the money I paid for that length so I'm refunding it. It's like, you said you enjoyed it. That's the point of the game. That's what you paid for, is to enjoy it. You can't refund something if you enjoy it. That's not how this works. No. Or, unfortunately, it's not how it should work, and it does. Yeah. So, that's what's annoying to me, is people trying to just abuse the system, which they always do.
1: Yep, never fails.
0: Yeah, but, uh, besides that, Overwatch. I got to, like, level 114. 14. Holy hell. I, it's, that sounds impressive, but I played recently with a dude who was level 339. That's the highest I've seen.
1: Jesus it's Christ. It's
0: frightening how high some, like how much people play. That,
1: like, doesn't even compute with me. Wow.
0: I talked to one dude, and he was like, he was saying how levels don't mean anything, because he was level like 212. And I was like, yeah, it, it really doesn't. It just means how much experience you've accumulated. It doesn't necessarily match skill, because there's plenty of people who are high leveled and, and suck.
1: Yeah, still die a lot, yeah.
0: Yeah. And he, I said, this just said, all the level says is how much free time you have. And he's like, oh, that's not true either. I have a full-time medical job and like a wife. And I'm like, you're level 212 though. So clearly you're neglecting one of those. (laughs) I mean, like you have to put in a good amount of hours to hit 200 already. So like, you can't say you don't have free, you don't have a lot of free time if you're level 200 in Overwatch.
1: Yeah. If he has a wife, he's probably like right before a kid. So Uh,
0: uh, yeah, he definitely doesn't have kids. If he is, he's a terrible father. <laughs>
1: <laughs> True. Um, also, this oh. is old news. Let me say this quick. Uh, yeah. the Nintendo is like announcing that whole, or the, blah, blah, blah. Uh,
0: the mini Genesis, or not Genesis. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> but i I actually want to mention something about that. Yeah. But yeah, the Nintendo N64, I guess, or no, God's it. It, it, no. it. No, it's not that. It's the Super Nintendo. God, is it?
0: No, NES, yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. Just the Nintendo Entertainment System. They're doing like a yeah. mini version of that.
0: Yeah, I've heard about this. God, that and... was horrible how we got to
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, these guys don't know shit.
0: <laughs> Quality journalism. Uh, Hope you're listening, Polygon. I'm ready to be hired.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, they see right through us. All right.
0: <laughs> We're a sham. Um, but I've heard about I heard about this when it first came out and like that was a while ago. So since then there's been more information. And I think they've admitted that it won't be able to connect to the internet, so you're not going to be download downloading any more games or ROMs. And I think it's coming with 30 built in games. Yes. So I don't think it's really going to be much more than that. Like, yeah. So I don't expect to have like every NES game in like a small cartridge you can like plug into your mobile like mini NES. I think what it comes with is what you're going to get, and I think that's it.
1: I think that's kind of bullshit because they should have just made it have a part port to accept the original NES games and then some and then have some pre-built in. I don't understand why they wouldn't. So, uh, and in general, they're charging 60 bucks for it. I think huh, I I'm really torn on that price because I think yeah, it's a cute little design and it gets everyone back in the retro mode with these 30, 30 classics. Don't get me wrong, they threw Dr. Mario and there's some Metroid, like all these fucking class, classics. And I think everyone's going to enjoy it, but I don't think that that's worth $60, and to be perfectly honest, I don't know. What are your thoughts on it?
0: I can understand why they wouldn't want to make, like, mini cartridges again, because that's what people are speculating with the, uh, NX. They're thinking it might be going back to the cartridge or disc sort of based system. I mean, the, the Wii U is a disc based system, so. Um, but I can understand why they don't want to go back to cartridges with this. I think this is a very niche product for a very, like, maybe not a very small group of people, but for a smaller demographic than their current audience. So I can understand them not wanting to be like, we're not mass producing cartridges for, you know, the people who are going to buy it are going to buy it right away. And then that's it. There's not going to be that many more sales beyond those people. So they don't want to keep you know making cartridges. Even the people that are going to buy them are going to buy them right away. And then that's it. Like, so I can understand that. I would understand more if they put in the internet, Uh, Capability, so you could download more games because all those games are already like in ROM form on the internet. Yeah, so you could keep playing games beyond those 30 that it comes with. But for what it is, it's for the Nintendo fanboys, it's pretty well known that it's the nostalgia company. And if you slap Nintendo on a toaster, somebody will buy it. Well, that's
1: what I mean. I I just don't think in general. Uh, it's hard to say this, but it's because these games are so dated. I don't think all of those games are going to be worth that in- encompassed in a system because you could easily get those ROMs like for free. I mean, not legally, but I'm sure, I don't know. In the past, like, I'm sure you've met someone in your days, listener, where they're like, I literally have every ROM there is. Do you want that? And it was like, yes, please.
0: On my PSP. That was me.
1: That's what I'm saying. So like, I, I don't think. I think most people have access to these ROMs if they want them. And it's just like, why would I want to buy a system that just has 30 of them? And yeah. I can't play my old cartridges on it. So in general, not interested. I'd be eager to see what our listener has to say. Give us a tweet.
0: I can understand the argument against the $60 price point. That could be a tad higher than it needs to be. But once again, 40. Like,
1: I think 40 is solid. I, for,
0: I, 40 I would, be reasonable. I would even I buy
1: that. it from like, just like, I don't know, for my parents or something, be like, yo, do you did you guys ever play this shit?
0: <laughs> no? Great. Waste of my money. Yeah. <laughs> uh- <laughs> well, then I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, but I can see 40 as reasonable. 60's a tad higher than I think most people would want it to be. But once again, like, it's with all of the old games I have, I've started donating them to, like, Goodwill and just selling them because I don't play them anymore. And my parents say, like, oh, what if you have kids and you want to show them these great games? It's like, yeah, I want to show my kids Grand Theft Auto uh, Vice City. Which- <laughs> my god, like, those graphics are terrible now like i thought they were so much better than they were um but like all these old games we live in the age of the internet with amazon and ebay and all these websites like where if i want to get a copy of god war one on ps2 and buy an old ps2 i can buy them online for pretty cheap if i want the physical copy of it but with all these old games they're all in roms that you can just download on the internet so if you want to play mario uh, dr mario that bad you can do it right now for free if you just know where to look.
1: That's what I'm trying to say.
0: But this is for the hardcore fanboys who want the physical product or fangirls that don't want to be gender sensitive. <laughs> um, but who want the physical product and you know, maybe want to show their kids and their kids would be easier to play with a controller than with a keyboard and mouse. Okay.
1: I like that. That makes a lot more sense to just like introduce the past to certain people. I, I understand that. But like I said, just give me the cartridge. So like, what if you had like some like real dusted off, like your regular old original NES isn't working anymore. You get this bad boy and you have like some rare cartridge that you want to show somebody and you could use it. That, that would have been great, but not happy. It would have been.
0: would have been neat but looking at it i think like i think the entire mini nes is about the size of the original cartridge so like it wouldn't oh god wow
1: it is that small looking at i i didn't like that picture didn't really set scale in my brain at all like because it's literally in the palm of this guy's hand
0: yeah like i don't technology has advanced to the point where we can make it that small but i don't think technology has hit that point where we can make the cartridge holder like the slot that's, or, you know, small enough to fit both the cartridge and something that tiny.
1: Yeah, no, good point.
0: So I can understand why they're doing this. Uh, Once again, like, my main point is $6, tad high. But, you know, once again, this is for the fanboys who want something physical. And if you want a physical NES, but you don't have a lot of space, there you go.
1: Yeah, and it's also them being like, here's something we already did. Give us your money.
0: Yeah, that's Nintendo's business Uh, uh, policy. God damn it like that's it's always been that anyone who argues with that is just denying themselves <laughs>
1: no there is no denying that <laughs> yeah. but do you have anything uh, else i feel like there's a couple of newsy things we have and then maybe we could do a conversation game
0: yeah i've been out for a bit so i've kind of stockpiled a bunch of stuff uh i'll try not to hit the sets. oh
1: before we do that i have to just mention it because we just talked about the whole nes like bring back thing uh Apparently Sega, like, there was an article oh, going right. around where Sega was going to have, like, the same thing, but it was, like, a Genesis version. Apparently it's actually been available for, like, years already, and no one just gave a <laughs> shit. And now that, like, it's, now that it's competitor, the NES is all in the spotlight again, people are like, oh, well, I want a mini Genesis. And they're like, well, it's already here. It's like, <laughs> so, hey, if you want to check that out, go ahead. But I don't, I, I don't think it, you might as well just get a regular ass Genesis or get the ROMs.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would, because I think Sega Saturn was the first console I ever played, or at least that I can remember playing. But I played some of the ROMs not too long ago, like the old uh Sega games. They're so hard, and I just, I was so mad. Like, Comic Zone. I still can't beat Comic Zone to this day. It's so hard. Oh, that
1: game's hard as fuck.
0: So, like, I, this is not for me, because I would just get so mad at these old games where I'm like, It's 20 years, and I still can't beat freaking Sonic 3, like, it, uh, this is not for me. <laughs> I, get, I understand someone who would like this, but I would just get so mad. Um, speaking of Sega, they're doing Sonic Mania, the 25th anniversary. Oh, God. Which they're, it looks like they're going back to 2D Sonic, which is where he thrives. Oh, nice. So- Sonic went downhill ever since he became 3D. Oh, it's, agreed. It's really got really bad and the games are just buggy as all hell. So I'm interested to see what a new, old Sonic game will look like or play like
1: see you saying just in general as fearful of new Sonic but a new old Sonic now that I could get behind
0: yeah I think that's the Sonic everyone misses and not this weird super edgy uh, uh, Sonic boom he had all the raps like the things wrapped around his hands like a scarf and stuff he's like ah he's a badass it's like he's a blue hedgehog he's inherently doofy
1: oh that's right i did see the trailer for this and it did look sick because it's like just very straightforward three playable characters sonic tails knuckles i'm like damn it that's all i give a fuck about sweet
0: yep you don't need the whole expanded universe no one cares about blaze the cat (laughs) but i think it also introduces a new move where you can jump in the air and like spin in the air, and then when you hit the ground you immediately take off. So you can kinda of pre charge your spin before you hit the ground. Oh so interesting. It sounds simple, but for a game as simple as the Sonic games, it might change a whole new layer and it might introduce a lot more puzzles specifically for that new mechanic uh, technique. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's gonna be cool to see. Hopefully it's good. Yep. Uh what else is in the news? Uh Steam is actually or Valve is actually cracking down on those uh CSGO gambling sites that was all hot in the news for a bit oh yeah uh it's people are saying it's mostly because steam got caught being associated with them and if they didn't get caught they wouldn't have done it so steam nah shady uh you want know, to so, you know you're only apologizing because you got caught sort of things uh what else oh comic news uh Captain Marvel is getting her own movie and it is gonna be Brie Larson playing Captain Marvel hmm for a lot of people, Captain Marvel's not super forefront in their heads of Marvel heroes. I was just going like, to say, I, who is that? Uh, Carol Danvers had superpowers, and most notably, she is in the X-Men animated series, who Rogue touched her for too long and stole her powers permanently. Okay. So that that's why in the animated series, Rogue has flight and super strength already, because she stole them from Carol Danvers for holding on for too long.
1: Interesting.
0: And then Carol Danvers gets her powers back slowly and becomes binary and becomes like a new hero where she's like star based and it's very odd. And then she like goes through another change, I forget what, and it becomes, gets her old powers back and becomes a pretty standard like flight and super strength and you know, probably super durable and endurance and blah, blah, blah. And becomes Captain Marvel and I, I honestly can't say I don't know much more about her than that. But, I know she's gotten a revamp lately in the comics and has become really popular again. So I guess the stories are good. Uh, I know she's working with Alpha Force, who are like the Canadian X-Men who are like guarding Earth space. Uh, but I love Brie Larson. So I'm interested to see what happens. Cool. I know Carol, I know Captain Marvel's like beefier. Like she's a big lady. So I'll be interested to see if Brie Larson bulks up or if she's going to be like the Wonder Woman treatment where she's definitely muscular, but not like ripped. So, uh, the Justice League trailer came out. Uh, I think at uh, San Diego, San Diego Comic Con, I think they probably released that. Uh, I'm not thrilled about it.
1: <laughs> it's funny because I see in our Slack, AJ's like, yo, this actually looks good. <laughs>
0: and you're like, oh. AJ's the optimist. I'm the naysayer <laughs> <All> in <Like, right. laughs> almost every category. <laughs> That's funny. I think, I think it's because they're trying, they know that the dark, broody, like Nolan movies, did well for nolan but i don't they see that they're not doing well for every subsequent movie like most notably man of steel and batman for superman it's not doing great when they're all edgy and moody like a teenager and hot topic (laughs) so i think they're trying to go more in the lighter side of things like deadpool and avengers and suicide squad so i think they're trying to make it like more comedic and more lighthearted. but it's already established in this nolan edgy dark universe that dc's like committed to and I think it just feels weird to me. Um, Barry Allen is, uh, the kid from, uh, Secret of the Wallflowers. I forget what it is. Uh, you've seen him and stuff, but he's, he's not a redhead or a blonde. No, what's Barry Allen? Wally West is the redhead. Barry Allen's the blonde. So he just looks nothing like him. And the suit's very metallic instead of like spandexy. Like it looks like armor, like an in injustice. So I just, I'm, I'm beginning to like the Flash more and more in the comics, and the more I find out about him, and now that I see him on the big screen, it's just like, ah, man. Like, it's just nothing, nothing at all like him. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, Cyborg looked odd, like the actor looked fine, but then when he was in the cybernetic gear and stuff, it looked really odd to me. Um, I don't know. I, I don't have faith in it. They, they put a lot of faith into Zack Snyder leading in the whole DC You know, filmology universe, or cinematic universe, and with Batman v Superman shitting the bed. I think they're really just scrambling, you know, trying to figure out how to keep the roof from falling in. I hope it's good. I hope everything's good, but they haven't been, so I'm not super optimistic about it. Fair enough. Uh, What else is there? Oh, I saw saw one little little indie game. I don't know really much about it, but it was Chambara? Which is basically just that episode of Samurai Jack where he fought the ninja in the black and white house. Oh god. There's another game called Black and White Bushido which is like a 2D fighter which is kind of the same mechanics where the whole field is black and white and one of your characters is white one is black and you just hide from each other and you fight each other in like the opposite space where you can see them. This is very similar but it's 3D and like more than two players and it I've heard someone say they tried it out of Evo and it it plays very well, but it's very hard to watch.
1: No shit. It,
0: it looks real confusing from like an outsider's perspective, but apparently when you play it, it's very easy and fun.
1: That's interesting. I can understand that. I'm just looking at some GIFs uh portraying the gameplay and just what it's what the style is and yeah, it's really interesting and unique it kind of gives me a, the vibe of like the unfinished swan for anyone who played that because yeah. it's like yeah everything's white and except everything but I don't know it's really like yin and yangy
0: yeah it's really cool I think I just found a link on reddit so I'm not sure if they have an actual site or anything uh, but it's a neat idea I'm, I'm curious to see how well it plays out but if it doesn't work out too well I can kind of understand why yeah
1: Chambara
0: Chambara Uh, Humble Bundle has come out and talked about uh, we talked to uh indie game stand about the people like reselling keys and stuff and screwing over developers. Yeah, Humble Bundle was one that talked to, or people have mentioned all about, but never spoke out until now, and they're saying they have like crazy high fraud detection and go through multiple layers of security and stuff so that it very rarely happens. and if someone does cheat their system somehow, it's never more than three times. like they can do it once or twice if they're really lucky. But by the third time, the Humble Bundle's got him down and nailed. So that's good to hear. But the big, like, you know, controversy about it was that the developers were losing money on people stealing the keys and then selling them back. And it's pretty much Humble Bundle's kind of the hug of death, or, you know, the death, uh, you know, obituary page for games, rather. Cause if your game's on that Humble Bundle site, you're not making any money on a period. Oh, like, you geez. never were. Because you can get, what, like, eight games for $15? So, like, that's, like, what, $2 a game or, like, two seven, or one seventy a game? And then, spl- you know, some of it's donated to charity, and then some of it makes back to the devs. So, you might be getting, like, a penny for each game you have on there or something. Like, so you know those games. The the developers of those games have already made all their money back that they can. You, they're not getting anything from Hundle Bundle anyway. I see what you mean. Yeah. So, it's not, like, as concerning for the devs through that site, because... It's already done when it reaches that point. And 2K is having a Humble Bundle right now, and guess what's on there? Uh Uh-oh. Battleborn.
1: That's so sad.
0: Yeah, you can get Battleborn and like all of its DLC for like $15 now. Dude, I should just do... Plus like 10 other games. A
1: super cut episode of us just all talking shit on Battleborn, because it's like... It's just so
0: sad.
1: (laughs) We've done it so much. But no, that is really actually kind of... ooh.
0: That's unfortunate. It's like the kid getting beat up on the playground. It's like, stop, he's already dead. <laughs> um, Two things. Pray for the Gods, the game you brought up way back.
1: Oh, yeah. the uh, It's like the Shadow of the Colossus, but way more modern graphics.
0: Yeah, and like all in winter, it looks like. They had a Kickstarter. I think I mentioned that before. And I remember thinking like, I don't know if they'll make it. Like, the, they don't, like, they're not getting that much money. They've already hit their goal. Fuck yeah. So with nine days left, they've already met, hit their goal. So they're going to exceed it, uh, you know, maybe a good amount.
1: That actually doesn't surprise me because there's got to be a huge fan base for that kind of shit. Oh, I'm so pumped.
0: Yeah. I saw it definitely getting more, uh, popular the last few days or last few weeks. Uh, hopefully this means it's finished because we know with Kickstarter games, that's not a guarantee. Just because you get your funding doesn't mean it's done yet. Yeah. True. But the good side is if it does come out or when it does come out. We can play it without having to invest anything into it, like, and possibly losing it. Cause I've, I've seen people kickstart games and be like, Oh yeah, we got our full, like, pledge goal plus more. And we still didn't make our end. Like, we still didn't have enough money by the end of the game. So we couldn't finish it. It's like, that's, that's the point of Kickstarter though. Yeah.
1: But, uh, uh, that's frustrating. I don't know. Uh, on the bright side, we talked about it like a year ago. So they've been, they had time to work on it. <laughs>
0: Hopefully, but with like Shenmue and like Double Fine Studios, they're using these crowdfunding sites less as funding and more of just like publicity and PR, like trying to get the word out about the games. So people like pay all the money and get the stretch goal and they're like, hey, we made it. And it's like, "Eh, not necessarily. This was kind of like just a PR stunt. You know, it didn't matter if we hit the goal or not. It's not going to change how much the game is made or not. So once again, it's a small indie studio, so hopefully they do it. Yep. It seems like the bigger studios are the ones flaking on it, but you know, I always go back to the guy who did kickstarted a book and then finished all the books and then set them all on oh, fire. Jesus Christ. Went
1: I do remember you bringing that up. I forget. I feel like we interviewed someone and you did that, but anyway, uh, yeah. also I pray for the gods is too good not to get made. So I'm excited for that game. I really am.
0: Yeah, it looks awesome. So hopefully that comes through. Uh, and when I said two things, I meant two more things starting now. Uh, we Happy Few, by the time you're hearing this, it's been out in early access for like two days now or so, so it's already out for you guys by the time you hear it. Yep. Um, Early access, so be aware that it's definitely not finished, so if you encounter bugs or if it's really glitchy and crap, that's what early access is. Don't complain about it. My problem is uh you talked with the guys of Fury, which i pissed I missed that interview, but I was in Rhode Island. It happens. Um, yeah. But like he was saying, that uh, Fury. You had to pay for it on the computer, but PS, or what was it PlayStation One or PS Plus? PS Plus. That's what it's called. Members got it for free, and that's because you guys already pay like a membership fee, sort of thing. Yep. That goes towards these games that would be normally pretty cheap. Now it can be free for you because you're playing uh, paying the membership fee. Exactly. So this is kind of the same thing for early access. A we happy for you? You can get it on Xbox One for free, but if you want it on a PC, you have to have you have to pay thirty bucks for it. So that annoys me as a PS, uh, PC gamer, but I can understand why.
1: Oh, and I just <laughs> give it to PlayStation, bro. God damn it.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, oh, that's not fuck. happening. <laughs>
1: that sucks. So I definitely, I'll cave and get it on PC. So whatever.
0: Yeah, but it's, I, I'm going to be, I'm not going to be surprised if there's a bit of backlash against it, at least in the early access or when it finally comes out, because apparently the E3 trailer was quite misleading into making everyone think it was going to be a very narrative-heavy story-based game similar to, uh... I'm realizing how we're done and I am in that hold on
1: Wait, I'm just, like, stopping you right there. I'm shitting a yeah. brick. An E3 trailer being misleading? This can't be happening. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for catching me. <laughs> Who would have thought? You're telling me in that Ford commercial I can't actually fly around in my car, like, <laughs> high-fiving billionaire models? No way! yeah. Yeah, it turns out the trailer was, it, the problem is, it's not necessarily misleading, as so much it was just highlighting the wrong part of the game. So in the trailer, everyone thought it was like a Bioshock game. It gave off that vibe. It
1: really did, and that's what I wanted out of it. That's
0: what everyone wants out of it. Turns out that's like the, that's the prologue of the game. That's the very beginning, and that's just kind of setting the tone of the universe and your character. And then after that, it kind of turns into a weird, psychedelic survival roguelike so you're running around trying to survive managing all your stats of like you know make sure you're hungry you're fed you have enough water you get enough sleep you don't have poison food you're not injured like cleaning your bandages all this sort of like really in-depth survival stuff
1: oh god so wait you're telling me because like that e3 trailer is so unique and so enticing and so exciting
0: that's not the game
1: i want i just wanted to find out like As someone who witnessed that E3 trailer, I was thinking to myself, we're going to get to the bottom of what's going on, discover what's going on with these drugs and why people are taking them and all this shit. You're telling me like, shortly after it's all introduced, it's just like you're on the run eternally and it's like...
0: It has permadeath as well, but I've heard you can turn that off so that way when you die, you don't lose everything.
1: I just hope that it actually gets to the point where you can beat the game and it has like a story. (laughs) That would be great.
0: Well, they have confirmed that there is a very heavy narrative throughout the game. The gameplay is just different than what people expect, but the story apparently is still intact. Okay. But for early access, since it's limited, it's essentially a demo, you're not gonna get all of it. You might get snippets, but you're definitely not gonna get a full impression of the full story. That's gonna be for the final game. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But the story, for anyone who doesn't know, is like apparently FDR gets killed off, like he gets assassinated early on by like some random dude, and I forget who he is uh, in a race against in election, but apparently he wins and keeps the U.S. out of World War II. And so the Nazis essentially conquer England. And then apparently to come back and defeat the Nazis, the English do this super graphic, horrifying, terrible thing. And it's just called the Big Bad Thing. That's all it's called. And it's so terrible that after they do it and after they kick the Nazis out of England – they have to drug all of their citizens and keep them from remembering how terrible the thing they did is. Like that's what? kind. Of, that's the basic idea of it.
1: Wow, I did not know that. That's really interesting.
0: Yeah, I, I finding a little more about it with each like article and stuff. But you know, it's a little more hindsight and backstory of what happened before it turned into shit. Uh, and the last thing is life is strange. We've slobbered that over that game enough. Uh. I'm actually watching like another let's play of it for like a third time like i've seen this game played like five times like twice by myself and then like three times through less players
1: yeah it's so goddamn good let's do another episode and now analyzing (laughs) it no kidding
0: it it is good though because i'm seeing different stuff each time and like the current let's play i'm watching is like the guy's kind of figuring out the story before it happens and then when it happens he's like i know it i know it's just like yeah he i don't know how but he did and it's it's funny to watch nice um it's definitely a game that is, definitely has replayability. Like, even the story is probably going to end up the same, but it's definitely different, uh, you know, different journey on the way. Oh, definitely. Even, even though the end place is the same. But that's getting a TV series, or rather, it's getting a you know, a digital series. I'm not sure if it is TV or not. Um, but it's going to be made by DJ2 Entertainment. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure who they are. They're, seem relatively young, but also a callback to something else we've mentioned. They're working on that live action CGI Sonic the Hedgehog movie.
1: Oh God.
0: So they got their hands in this and that, uh, but it's also being paired up with legendary pictures like, or le- rather legendary digital studios. Okay. But, but it's the movie studios. So it's a big name behind it. And I think they're trying to adapt it into a live action digital series. So I think it'll be like online
1: interesting i did see that it's gonna be free so that's the only way i'll watch it i I, i'm not sure if it's gonna be good or not that's we'll see we'll talk about it when it comes out
0: yeah i remember i posted in slack and mark was all excited for it and i'm i'm still very skeptical about it Me too yeah as as much as i enjoy it it's kind of like for like full metal alchemist or something for me where it's like i really enjoyed it but i'm fully you know fully accepting and completely comfortable with it just being over yeah and like that's the story like and it's done because like everything else the more you add to it the worse it's going to get yeah
1: that's what i mean just leave this one alone it was a fucking masterpiece it's perfect and what are they going to do just tell the same story again i don't give a shit i'd rather just play the game but that's just me
0: yeah i'm not sure like what we speculated on if it's going to keep following max or if it's going to be in that universe but it's going to be different people but they've definitely said it's arcadia bay and blackwell academy Which, I I don't know. I don't really know how you can come back. You know, if you played the game, you know what we're talking about. How it can continue on after that, and it's. I think it's definitely going to be more restrictive in what they can do story wise and character wise, since it's live action and they are kids. Like they're high school kids. So I know some stuff is definitely like Mr. Robot. Apparently, I think I think they said the f word on the season two premiere, Mr. Robot, like four times or something uncensored. So there's definitely stuff that's like pushing the boundaries TV wise, but there's still some stuff where like we can show kids doing this in a video game, but like in bully, the video game got away with a lot. But I think as a TV show, especially in the US, it's going to be quite restrictive. So I don't know. <laughs> I guess everything I'm talking about today is just like keep, keep a little, keep a little doubt, a little salt with you end. yeah don't get overwhelmed by all of this don't get excited for any of this
1: semi-cool shit because it might suck
0: (laughs) just be like constantly like bummed like i am constantly (laughs) cautious just in a constant state of i guess i don't know man whatever (laughs) God, that's how you should live your life like me don't don't be like me don't do that
1: do drugs and drop out of school
0: all right (laughs) uh (laughs) just just be aware of like overhyping stuff and don't get too excited but you know don't count your eggs before they hatch that's all i'm saying
1: yeah pokemon go all right (laughs) um (laughs) do you want to play i guess 10 questions because i don't know how do you feel about that
0: uh sure if you think we got time all
1: right sure 10 questions
0: Right. Is it about Overwatch? Because I know a lot about Overwatch.
1: See, no, it's got to be something that I know <laughs> about, and there's not much. Oh. So we're going back to Dragon Ball Z characters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is that the only reason you want to play this? Because the last time we did was Dragon Ball Z. Oh no, I,
1: was it? I feel like we had to have done something we did it else. We did definitely do it before, but I mean, I don't know. Unless there's another cast of characters we can choose from, give give me some options. But I do think I might just go with DBZ.
0: Overwatch. Um, I'm not sure
1: let me think too maybe oh, what on. were we talking about yeah pokemon oh how about yeah one of the 150 pokemon that's pretty good sure i feel like we did that before too shit but whatever. probably
0: <laughs> how about samurai jack episodes i have them all on my computer right now so
1: unoriginal uh no none of that uh oh it's so good it's coming back afro samurai instead no i'm kidding
0: <laughs> great there's six of them <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man i think it was three pretty disturbing now they all have some moments
0: Uh, Oh, that's great.
1: Wow. I literally just Googled Samurai instead of Pokemon. Damn it.
0: (laughs) Speaking of Overwatch, though, the new character, Ana, that came out, the healing sniper, she's tricky to learn, but I'm enjoying her. I don't know if she's necessarily a great character, like especially in competitive, she's probably terrible, but I'm really enjoying her, and she's fun to play.
1: Oh, good to hear. So,
0: So anyone who hasn't tried, give it a shot. Also, if you're one of those assholes who's, like, level 235 and has, like, 204 like 25 hours in just one character. Stop, you're the problem. Change up characters, play someone else. Yep, I hate it. I hate seeing people's like career profiles and it's just one character with like 100 hours and everyone else they have like one hour in. Fucking hate that. All right,
1: no, it's all good. I just finally got the list of 100 poke 150 Pokemon up and. It, it was funny cuz the first one i had was somebody had them all wrong it was like monkey pig i'm like all right that's not a good list um
0: <laughs> but oh I, I think it was like people t- like trying to get like a girlfriend or like a parent to yes that
1: is exactly it yep
0: yeah i saw that floating around somewhere. um
1: all right well now i'm looking at them and now i need to select one hold on
0: but that's a good, like, and once again, I know we, this is just a whole episode of, we've already talked about it. Do a super code of how many times we've talked about previous podcasts in this episode. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> but, uh, like the originality of the first 150, it's, they're dumb. Like DBZ, they're dumb. <laughs> so like for people who are like, the first 150 is like perfect or 151, like there's no bad Pokemon in it. There's plenty of bad Pokemon in there. You know. The newer generations have good ones and bad ones, too.
1: Oh, man. I'm just worried, because I don't listen to my own podcast, that I'm going to pick the same Pokemon from the last <laughs> ten questions, and we're going to play it's, ten questions the same way. Oh It's no. very possible. Oh, fuck. Uh, I, I feel like the I could go with one I know I didn't pick, or I could go with one that I might have gone with.
0: <laughs> I mean, why is that a choice? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could ruin this game but I could also definitely All right, not ruin this game. Now
1: we're really going to have to look back in history and figure that out for next time. But uh, <laughs> I'm ready when you are. Uh, Ten can questions, we, Pokemon. Can
0: you tell we thought of this on the fly in the last second? Uh,
1: that's every single episode, listener.
0: <laughs> All right. Is it a normal type?
1: Um, Let me find out because that's a good question.
0: Because I think there's a lot of normal types in the first gen, and they're all very bland. So, it's, normal's the worst type. It's just like, here's the type that we couldn't think of a real adjective to describe. Normal.
1: Okay, I'm looking at a, uh, yes, it's a normal type. Fuck.
0: Because I think there's like three dragon and then like five poison or something. Like, so you can narrow it down wise really quick. I think normal has the most.
1: Yeah, shit, there's a lot in normal. So it is a normal and I'll keep track of questions.
0: Is it pink?
1: Oh, I'm colorblind, man. Uh no, I'm color- <laughs> I <laughs> forgot. Uh but not like for pink. Uh I'm gonna say yes. So yeah, you, you have eight questions.
0: I, I mean, there's like certain characters I feel like are obvious, like obviously associated with their colors, especially the pink ones. Yeah. So even if you can't see it, I think you would know people t- telling you, like, hey, it's that one, the big pink egg. Uh No,
1: you're definitely narrowing it down.
0: I can think of at least five. I'm not sure who else it would describe. So that's what, two questions, and I can think of at least five that fit its category, so I could get it within it.
1: Yep, you could start busting through the shit. Clefairy. No. Clefable. No. Okay, so we're up to four. So you have six left. puff. No.
0: Wigglytuff. No. Chancy. No. Shit. Alright, so now you have... <laughs> <laughs> I was really hedging my yeah. bets and thinking I'd get that. <laughs> Dude, the
1: funny thing is, alright, you have two left, and I... It, you, no, it, I got three left. Oh, three. I'm sorry, and yeah, I, I don't think to cheat me. I remember originally when I was like just debating between two of them. They all they both fall in this category, so that's really interesting.
0: It's pink. It's normal type, and it's not one of those five. Um, shit. <laughs> <laughs> if I thought it would have been anyone else, I wouldn't have burned through all of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, and honestly, those were all solid guesses, because I, I don't know. I love all of them. I could have easily picked it.
0: Alright. Slowpoke and Slowbro are water type. Water Psychic, so it's not those. Oh, I want to catch a farfetch Where's farfetch Uh Sorry, getting distracted. Um, Lickitung?
1: No. Okay, you're down to... Your, oh, wait. Yeah, you have two left.
0: It's eight, yeah. All right. Uh, ditto. No. Oh, you got God. one left.
1: This is crazy. All
0: right. Now I'm starting to questioning if you know what type is what. No, I.
1: It's definitely not a type question. It's a. If I know what the color pink is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's tentacle. What? No. It's like the bluest Pokemon. Um. All right. Shit because I was uh, ah. so like Porygon is definitely no is he normal he might be I'm like that's not a guess though I'm not gambling on that because it's what my last guess it's definitely not Mew because he's psychic the Nidorino the Nidoran males are all purple so those don't count in case that's what you were thinking of nope I can see how you think those are pink though um Crap, Mr. M- Mr. Mime is psychic. So it's definitely not him. I'm, g- I'm just gonna have to go Porygon. Yes! Oh, oh I'm so glad God. you
1: got that deduced down to Porygon. Okay, he is pink, right?
0: He's pink and blue. Okay, yeah.
1: thank God, because like it's a small it's- image I'm looking at.
0: He's just like a weird type, like cause I think he has a lot of psychic moves or something. He's just Oh, like- he's
1: got them psychic moves, yo. <laughs> he's
0: got them <laughs> slick moves.
1: <laughs> But no, yeah, Porygon, I was just thinking to myself, out of this list, who's one real rando? And I was going to be between Porygon and Ditto, and the thing is, I think the last time we played, I chose Ditto, so we'll have to look back on that. (laughs) And if it's Porygon, Um... I'm sorry, listener.
0: (laughs) Just like, I'm looking at the list now, there's, like, Porygon, one of the dumb (laughs) ones. Yeah, what the fuck?
1: How did that actually get made? They were just like, yeah, you know what, we'll take it.
0: (laughs) But I believe I've heard rumors of, I've heard nothing confirmed, but rumors of, you know, the regional Pokemon. And I think Kangaskhan is supposedly only in Australia. Um, someone is only in Japan. I forget who. Oh,
1: Maybe wow. Oregon. Kangaskhan only in Australia. That's pretty dope.
0: Yeah, I've heard, I heard someone else was only in Japan, but I can't remember who now. But I, like, I'm, I don't know if, Cause, like you said, the guy caught all 142, but those might be only continental US.
1: Mr. Mine, only in North Korea. Oh, God. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: Good luck getting him.
1: <laughs> Nobody wants him anyway.
0: Yeah. But, like, I'm seeing people with, like, a bunch of Omanites and Oma Stars and a bunch of Kabutos and Kabutops, like, and Aerodactyls. Like, I thought those would be the rare ones, but apparently they're all over the place.
1: Yeah, I guess so.
0: The Snorlax, too. Ah, oh, man.
1: Yeah, do want a Snorlax, but I doubt that'll ever happen. We'll see.
0: Oh, Farfetch might be only in Japan, which is annoying because I want Farfetch. Oh, whoa,
1: that's so not fair. Why'd they take him?
0: I don't know. He's got the leek? And
1: the unibrow?
0: Yeah. But once again, that's a (laughs) dumbass Pokemon. It's just a duck. It's just a duck with a leek. And a unibrow. What the fuck? That's all he is. (laughs)
1: <laughs> far-fetched man all right anyway listeners sorry for putting Drow- you through that. Dr- that
0: as a kid drowsy like this was this weird like dirty elephant thing no he's a tapir <laughs> that's an animal he's literally just a dirty tapir
1: oh god that's weird
0: crabby is literally a crab
1: well that's that's, that's it. obvious yeah
0: manky's a monkey but with a spelling difference like
1: Oh, and we went into this, I think, in the too many games, because I, I saw know. someone wearing a Cubone helmet, but, or our Cubone bone as a helmet, and you were just like, yeah, that's pretty dark thinking about this kid walking around with his mother's
0: skull. Mother's skull, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, like, if, go through and read some of the descriptions on the Pokemon, like, in the Pokédex. Like, if you go to the Bulbapedia, it has them for every game, because it's different with each game. They're not all the same. But, like, you find out more and more about some of these Pokemon, and it's dark like Paris might have that fungus on his back that slowly eats away at his brain and controls it and that's why it's a big mushroom and in Parasect his eyes are all white because he's dead and it's just a husk of an insect
1: yep that's really interesting but that was 10 questions All right, let's do some plugs and wrap this episode up. Where can listeners find you, Bren?
0: Uh, Under a rock, apparently, because we're all just talking about old news and just keep repeating ourselves. Yeah, I
1: know. Sorry for sucking (laughs) at podcasting, everyone.
0: (laughs) If you didn't like what you heard, you can feel free to skip this episode because you've already listened to it all. (laughs) (laughs) We already got your listens. Yeah, but please, thanks for listening. Uh, Yeah, A-B-T-S, Brendan on Twitter, and Dr. Toasty Buns on Twitter what battle net and steam
1: perfect yeah and listener if you did enjoy our show please give us a like and or follow on facebook and twitter our handles abt silence i personally twitch stream every tuesday and thursday at 8 p.m eastern standard time over at twitch.tv slash abt silence and yeah if you guys can give us a itunes rating we'd really appreciate it If we get some new ones we'll read them on the show uh not today though <laughs>
0: we don't feel like
1: Yeah, we're not meeting your expectations. But hopefully we'll uh, <laughs> see you guys next week.
0: See ya.